0: I'm pissed. You know, technology is so frustrating. Sometimes it is. Right, sometimes it is. And I'm not trying to go like on an old man rant here or anything. It's just, you know, I sit down, I get the podcast done a couple of days early. And, uh, you know, putting finishing touches on it last night kind of just, going back and seeing if it sounds okay and for whatever reason I don't know maybe it's because I don't know what I'm doing you know I've never considered that I've never considered that I might not know what I'm doing and so I go to listen to the podcast last night and come to find none of the audio was there I remember in the moment recording it, listening to it and going, okay, there's playback save the file I don't know what happened I opened up the file yesterday no audio, so that episode is lost and I'm pissed you know, that episode's gone so so I gotta re-record I got to re-record an episode in a bad mood, I guess. I don't know if I'm in a terrible mood. Like 1 to 10, somewhere on the scale, right? Let's just say that. Let's be vague. I don't want to throw a number out there right now. Whatever, man. I just, you know, I was in such a zone, I guess. Ah You know, I could be upset about it and I could literally just complain for an hour. If you want to hear somebody complain for an hour, listen to someone else's podcast. That you're even listening to this one is insane. First of all, so I'd imagine that, you know, listening to somebody complain for an hour isn't out of out of question. Look, I had I have to re record. And I'm frustrated about it, you know. And on this thing, I talk about things that I'm thinking of. So that's what I'm thinking of, you know. Like literally right now, if I were to talk about things that I'm thinking about, it's being frustrated that I have to re-record an entire episode late at night, edit it, and then put it out by tomorrow. Or I can talk about the Toronto Raptors losing game two of the NBA Finals. And you know how frustrating it was that the whole time I was watching the game, all I was thinking about was, you need to re-record, you need to go do a podcast, you need to write ideas down. It's like this thing, this daunting thing. I don't know. And so, you might hear some background noise. I'm not in a studio in Parker. That audio's gone. I'm recording this just in my room. I'm just in my room. You know, the place that I sleep, the place that I have my clothes. You know, and I'm looking at some Nike shoes right now. And, oh man, I just, I used to be really into shoes. And that's what this whole podcast is going to be about. It's going to be looking at things in my room and then telling you a memory I have attached to that item. So let's start with shoes. You know, I'm looking at these Nike shoes, these Nike SB's Janowski's. Janowski's. You know, I'm pretty sure that's a professional skateboarder. I don't know where he's from. A name like Janowski, I'd imagine you're probably from Wisconsin. Janowski. I never met a Janowski in my life, but I'm wearing the dude's shoes. You know, I could talk about other items. I got these insoles for my shoes. And at the time that I bought them, I didn't know. I didn't know until I got home and tried to put them in. And I'm like, why are these, why do these look kind of funny? They feel just a little bit different. They were ladies insoles. Yeah, and I wore them. I wore them down. I wore ladies insoles in my shoes. And the support that I felt from my feet to my hips. Unmatched. And I and you know, this is coming from a guy. This is coming from a guy who who fucks with insoles. If I'm just gonna be blunt, I fuck with insoles heavy. You know, I dabble in a little bit of that little bit of that cushion A little bit of that gel You know, and, and sometimes just straight up foam. Not memory foam. You know, not memory foam, because you don't want the foam to remember your foot. You want the foam to be fresh every time. You know, maybe I should have done a podcast about insoles. It just would have been one episode, and the whole thing would have just been me going, get some insoles. If you're a man, get some lady insoles. If your hips hurt, get some lady insoles. If you're a lady, get some lady insoles. And yeah, you know what? Probably by the time that this one's done, you're going to be like, "Why did I listen to that? Why am I his friend? And who does he think he is?" Look, I'm a guy that's pissed because he has to re-record his podcast. I don't know. It could be worse. Could be worse. I I try to tell myself that a lot. It could be worse. I could be you know, like I could have trouble breathing. Can you imagine if I have trouble breathing all the time? Like like I met somebody a few years ago who was allergic to grass. I met somebody who was allergic to grass and you know he described himself as indoorsy. He described himself as an indoorsy gentleman. You know, somebody who didn't who couldn't really Enjoy life outside. I think he's doing a podcast now too, actually. I don't know. I'm just saying it could be worse. It could be like, you know, none of my shoes could fit me. Can you imagine if I had to live that life, you know, over four pairs of shoes and not one fits you? That's That'd be pretty frustrating. You know, that's a problem worth talking about. And here I am, you know, complaining that I need to re-record a podcast. Big deal, Dan. You got to sit down for, what, 25 minutes? That must be tough. You got to talk to a microphone like it's your friend. Dude, I'm talking to this microphone like I've known it since the fifth grade, dude. Me and the mic are homies. You know, it's pretty weird talking to inanimate objects. Yeah, it's kind of weird, dude. You know, like, people people ask me pretty often, like, you don't really look nervous in front of a camera, but isn't it kind of strange that you're talking to a camera? Yeah, dude. It's fucking weird. It's weird that I talk to the phone, and no one's on the other side of the phone. No one, I'm not on the phone with anybody, right? That would be normal because I'm talking to a person. I'm not talking to an object. But I talk to, like, the phone records me. It records video of me and then I talk to it. Like like it's a friend. Like it's a roommate. I talk to my phone like it lives with me. And I got to be honest, my phone, it knows a lot about me. Yeah, it knows probably too much. You know, my phone's always asking me really personal things like, where are you at? What's your location? You know, it'll ask me things like, uh, are you sure you want to clear your search history? Yeah, I'm sure. You know, and it asks me all these things. The phone, I mean, this phone knows a lot about me. I'd imagine that if I lost it and it didn't have a password on it, whoever found it would know exactly who I am. They'd pick it up and they'd be like, okay, he probably wears glasses. Probably has a podcast. You know, I don't know. They would look through some things and What am I talking about? I'm talking about speaking to inanimate objects. And right now is no different. I'm talking to a computer, really, and it has this ticker going. And I just see it, and it just keeps going. And I'm like upset with the computer a little bit because it ruined that file from earlier, you're probably like, dude, let it go. You have two listeners. Yeah, but I care about those two listeners. Both of them. You know, and one more than the other, sure, but I care. What is this podcast even about? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This one doesn't have a theme, dude. The whole thing is just me being upset. That I have to talk to computers like they're my friends. And microphones. Like it's like a groomsman at a wedding, dude. I'm holding the thing close. I, don't, I just... Every little thing is kind of upsetting me today. It's one of those days, you know. Like you ever been in such a bad mood? You see somebody smiling and you're like, Fuck you. What are you smiling at? Why are you happy? you know like you want to just give all your negativity to them what are you showing your teeth to other people for why are you in a good mood you know you ever been in one of those moods you ever been in a mood where a kid tells you a joke and all you're thinking is that's the worst joke I've ever heard you know a kid's just trying to just trying to be funny just trying to be a person and I'm like why why you ever been in one of those moods? I don't know, man. You're just like in a mood where you feel like you're owed something. And you don't even know what it is. You're just like, I'm owed something. Somebody give me something that I didn't ask for, and it better be good. You ever been in one of those moods? Yeah, anyways. um, The mic that I do in this episode it's going to be pretty short unfortunately I I don't know or maybe fortunately I don't know but the mic that I did this time I go back to X Saloon you know as you could probably tell by the title of this episode yeah I'm back at X Saloon and I don't know how comedians really choose mics that they like to go to. I don't know if they know a certain mic has a great crowd or they go there because all their friends go to that mic. And typically for me, at least all the mics that other comedians tell me to go to are in Denver. They're in Denver. And like a typical drive and a typical open mic night for me is, you know, you drive 30 to 35 minutes to a parking spot and then from there you walk about 10 to 15 minutes depending on where the mic is to the place just to sign up you know by that time you're like 40 to 50 minutes into this endeavor this fucking journey just to get your name on a piece of paper so that you could talk in front of drunk people you know a lot of people are drunk that like comedy a lot of people are not drunk, too. I don't want you to think that all audiences are just these whiskey, puke, and alkies, you know. It's not like that. But it is like a 50-minute journey just to get your name on this piece of paper. You go up, you try some stuff out. Maybe they like you. They probably don't. And you just keep doing it. And you just keep going. And I don't know how comedians choose mics that they like you know, I've heard a couple guys go, oh, you, go, you gotta do this one. You gotta go speak over there. You know, and I really like X Saloon because it is like 15 minutes from my home. And a comedy open mic is 15 minutes from my home. How do you not take advantage of that? How do you not go there all the time? You know, that's, I've decided it's gonna be at least my weekly minimum. You know, because stage time is totally different. I feel like, you know, I, I, I know the host a little bit. He kind of recognizes me. and you're, you're like, okay, weird flex. Yeah, dude, I get it. And I am saying weird flex. I'm doing that, dude. I'm a part of meme culture. But I feel like I could go to that mic and get decent stage time. You know, better stage time than I do at a lot of other mics. You know, these other mics, they see a brand new name or a name that they... Haven't seen too much, and they're like, "Ah, fuck that guy. He'll go on in two and a half hours." You know, you don't want to give me a full last name. You just want to give me one letter. All right, fuck you. Yeah, and, and then they'll put you down at the very bottom. And you know what? I'm so, I'm, I'm not sorry about all the spicy language. And this one, I'm I'm in a mood. You ever been in one of those moods? You ever been in one of those moods where you just want to start swearing at at things? You just want to sw- swear a storm up. That's the that's kind of the mood that I'm in right now, and I'm holding myself back a little bit. I wanna, you know, I wanna drop some bombs, but but whatever, you know. All I gotta do is re-record this mic. Take a shot for every time I say re-record, by the way. Re-record. Re-record. Probably blasted already. Um, Jeez, even people that listen to the podcast are whiskey, puke, and alkies, you know. What was that? Oh, yeah, I I like doing this, Mike, because it's close. Really, if I'm being absolutely honest, it's really close, and I like the stage time that I get. I like the host a lot. I think Peter's a great guy. And, you know, I've met some other really funny comedians there. Yeah, it's a great place. I like the room a little bit. I'm not a fan of, you know, the place having karaoke night at the exact same night and the exact same time as the comedy open mic, you know, because sometimes you're talking over a bad singer. Most of the times, you're talking over somebody who, of course, is out of alcohol and, and they, they're singing a song that they like or that they probably hate you know I know we hate it we don't want to hear that we don't want to hear anybody's version of Welcome to the Jungle you know Axel did it and then the radio overdid it and then every playlist ever curated for a classic rock has overdone it you know we don't want to hear it in some saloon on a friday night you know singing rocket man and letting the world know that that song tickles your soul i don't care for that i don't i don't know some people are having fun though i guess that's all that matters you ever been in one of those moods where when people are singing karaoke you want to karate chop them in the neck you ever been in one of those moods where you see somebody coming from the karaoke bar cutting across the stage and you just kind of want to kick the shit out of them. You ever been in one of those moods? You ever been in one of those moods? But I like this mic. I like it and, and... And you know what? The set that you'll hear in this one... You know, unfortunately, there are a few repeat jokes, and that's something that's a little bit annoying. I don't know if it's annoying, but you you might be tired of hearing the same jokes over and over, you know, but that's me just kind of getting a feel, you know, I'd like to have a decent sample size of a certain joke, and if it just doesn't do well over and over and over and I'm kind of iffy about it, I might let it go. Uh, There's one joke that I definitely feel like I've overdone at this point. And that is the blowjob joke, which you'll hear in this set. I know, yeah. You're like, yeah, okay. But I I feel like I'm going to retire that for the time being. So RIP blowjobs. You know, rip BJ's. And then there are a couple other repeat jokes, but again, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm workshopping these things. That's what I'm doing. You ever been in one of those moods where you want to workshop things? That's the mood I'm usually in. And so at this mic, you know, unfortunately you'll hear, you'll hear some karaoke you'll hear people trying to sing and you'll hear music that is coming from this hallway that's just like literally right next to the stage and that's another thing too. I guess as a performer, I don't like calling myself a performer per se. I just like to go up and talk. But you know, as you're as you're up there and at least when I started, it was difficult to talk over the background noise or like conversations happening. Which you might hear in this audio clip too. Conversations, you know, laughing that is just not timed well. You know, sometimes a laugh—it'll just—it's so weird to say that a laugh will throw you off. But if a laugh is late, or like if a laugh is too early for whatever reason, yeah, it kind of throws you off. Yeah, all those little things used to really throw me off. But in this set. I, I went up and I didn't have anything in mind of what I wanted to talk about. I just had a bunch of, I brought my notebook with me, you know, trusty notebook. And I just kind of read some bullet points. And that was pretty much it. I was just like, hey, try this one, try that one. You know, I wrote down like, I don't know, 15 things that I, I was like, yeah, I could talk about that. And I brought my notebook with me and. You know, aside from not getting, like, huge laughs or whatever, the worst thing that happened that night was that, you know, I brought it up on stage and I wanted to put it in a spot where I could see it. And there was this table right in front of me. I just set it down on the table and I read a couple jokes off of it and I go back over and I had set it down in this huge puddle of water that was just on it. I just set it down. The water was on the table. Why was the table soaking wet? You know, you ever been in one of those moods where you just leave a table soaking wet? Dude, that's what... um, Somebody was in a mood that night. I set it down. Notebook's fine. You know, there's another inanimate object that I talk to a lot that I probably care about too much, but the notebook's fine. And anyways, you know, I'm just... I'm really rambling in this one and... It is what it is, man. Next week, it'll probably be a little bit of the same. Hopefully not. Whatever. I guess let's kind of just jump right into it. You know, I don't know how long this thing has been going for exactly. You're like, wow, 25 minutes in, you're saying, let's just jump into it. That 25 minutes that you just took from my life, that wasn't jumping into it? Okay. All right. Fair point. Fair. But, but uh, I don't know. I guess I've set it up enough. Yeah. Th- anyways, this is the set right here. You know, take a Take a listen. Take a listen to this. <laughs> Hell yeah! Let's bring up to the stage. You can see it last week. Please welcome Dan O. All right, right Dan O. Hell yeah! Appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Thanks, everybody. Um, So I went to a psychic today. Told me I was going to die from eating eggs. Dude, I'm so over mediums, you know what I mean? Just always thinking like they know better than everybody or like they know what's best for me. I mean, to be fair... She did tell me that this joke wouldn't do well. And I'm still using it as my opener, so. I don't know, psychics are kind of a scam, though. Like, they're just trying to get into your wallet, you know. Which is another scam, by the way. The wallet. Dude, wallets are the biggest scam in the world. You're like, hi, I need something I can put my money in. They're like, great, that'll be $20. (laughs) $20. You got the wallet. You're like, what the hell do I do with this thing? I don't need this. They're like, no, keep it. Trust me. It's like a good, you can keep all the business cards that psychics give you. Uh, Here's a piece of advice one of my hood friends gave me. He said, hey, Dano, if you're ever going to go commit a drive-by shooting, do you know that you can call shotgun and still logically sit in the back seat? (laughs) Yeah, uh, he's dead now, but Now I hate that song, Moves Like Jagger But if Mick Jagger ever died of Parkinson's I feel like I know the perfect song to play at his funeral (laughs) I set my notebook in water, which is a real bummer, but Um The best advice I've ever heard in my life, take your own advice. But that wasn't my advice, so I didn't take it. Do you guys know that 50 Cent got nine? Nine flu shots. Really just believes in uh, being healthy, I guess. Just trying stuff out. you know, I saw a woman get robbed today, which isn't easy to talk about, but I saw a woman get robbed. And first of all, let me say, I think it's a great time to be alive. I think it's like this digital age and everybody's connected and things are convenient, but everything should be easier except robberies, apparently. I saw this woman getting robbed. This guy ran up to her and he was like, hey, give me all your money. And she was like, oh my God. Do you have Venmo? <laughs> and then they exchanged information. Dude, it was the weirdest thing. She was like, yeah, you're the one with the cat, right? Like, this is you, this one's you. Insane. But I, I love my phone. Dude, I love my phone so much, sometimes it looks like I invited it to have lunch with me. You know what I mean? Like The two of us are at a table together, sitting there staring at each other. People are walking by like, oh my God, you two are cute. Like, no, we're not actually. My relationship with my phone is basically like, history, delete, history, delete. My phone's like, I don't even know who you are anymore. And I'm like, exactly, let's keep it that way. Um, Let me see. I'm gonna try some one-liners, just a a couple more. So people get really excited when I tell them that I travel for work, but they get less excited when they find out it's for Uber. Now, me and my dog aren't really on speaking terms right now. Because she's a dog? Because yes. it's your dog. This guy gets it. It's a smart guy over here. Every time he heckles a corona gets its lime. I'm pretty sure. That's how it works. If he heckles you, that means you're winning. <laughs> um, I was watching TV, and this commercial came on about meth and this girl was like meth is the worst thing that i've ever done it's ruined my life and now i can't stop itching my arms whatever i remember at the end of the commercial thinking she's kind of cute i mean like a little bit thin sure but cute dude really the more i think about it the type of girl that i'd like to bring home to my parents i'd be like mom dad this is crystal uh right now we're working on some things but we're gonna get through it i think i've found my needle in the haystack she'd be like did you say needle all right relax crystal um you know my my friends are all pretty successful they're all like highlands ranch kids that got their college paid for so they got these high paying jobs and one of my friends was like dude guess what i'm getting married and i got a promotion i'm about to have a kid and i'm moving into a bigger house i'm gonna be making more money i'm like that's awesome like i'm you know, telling jokes about uh, blowjobs and saloons, so I I guess we're on the same path to success, right? Speaking of blowjob jokes, do you guys know what blowjobs are? No. Well, you're about to learn. Um, Anyway, I was getting a blowjob, and this girl was like, hey, I wanna try something new. And she's like, how is that? Well, I like where your head's at. Nah, yeah, that's the same. Yeah, she did the same thing, dude. It's all right. Um, Dogs must look at us like we're pussies, right, dude? Every time we're trying to go for a walk, we're like, hang on, let me grab my coat. They're like, really, dude? I want to end on that one, but uh, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. Good luck for Peter. And that was the set. You know, I don't know exactly how long it was, but in that time, I had told 13 different jokes. 13. I was literally just breezing through them. I was like, let's try this one. Let's try that one. Ooh, let's do that one again. You know, and you could, like, some of them did okay. Some of them didn't really land, but... I don't know. That's the point. It's an open mic, dude. You literally just got to go up and work shit out. You know, I used to think about it so differently. I used to think like, like, I don't know. You had to practice your whole routine a hundred times before you even just did an open mic. Like, I don't know. Back when I first started, I took them so seriously and now I realize what they are. And and it's literally just a platform for you to build your material and build sets that you really like. And That's all it is. You don't need to go to an open mic expecting to kill or expecting to absolutely crush it. You know, you go out to find out if something's funny or not. That's that's it. You know, that's the thing about comedy. Like, you don't know you're good at it until you actually go do it. And so while I think that all of those things are funny, I still think that they're all fucking hilarious. You know, some of them don't land, and that's what you gotta go do. That's what the open mic is for. You know, I start out with that over medium joke, and I absolutely love that joke. I think I said it on the podcast last week. Like a girl, the bartender came up, and you know, she was like, "It was incredibly dry." That delivery, right on the punchline. Maybe just try switching those words It put a little bit of inflection. You know, okay, I'll still I'll work it out a little bit because the punchline, you know, I'm so over mediums has not gotten a laugh. I think I've done it about three times now. That punchline has not gotten a laugh, so maybe she's right. Maybe I do need to fix that. You know, and I really like that moves like Jagger joke. It's really stupid, and if I'm being totally honest, that's like a four out of ten. But I just like telling it. I think it's silly. Makes me kind of smile. I've already talked a lot about that shotgun joke and whether or not you should joke about any type of shooting whatsoever you know and i'll i'll likely stop using that one I, I don't know i like the thought i think it's funny you know and i don't say it like maliciously at all there's i don't know it's a difficult thing i'll think about that one a little bit more but i i like it i just don't know if it has a place in a set at all it might just live as a one liner And then I go into the best advice that I've ever heard, which was take your own advice. But that wasn't my advice, so I didn't take it. You know, I love that. That's just, it's a waste of time joke, I think. Because by the end of it, you're like, well, you didn't even need to say that. Okay, because you didn't even take the advice. Why Why would you even start talking if nothing happened? That's why. That's why I like that joke, because it is stupid. And then one joke, again, that I really like right after that, you know, I had probably gone about two minutes in this set without a real laugh. Maybe like a minute and a half or something like that, without a real laugh. And, you know, like two weeks ago, Dan would have been like super, like super nerd, like I don't know what to do, man. I, You know, I probably would have froze a little bit. But I, don't, I was just in the zone or something. You know, and thinking back, I was comfortable in the silence for once. That's never happened, dude. You know, and I didn't get a, I didn't get laughs for, you know, like a good little streak of jokes there, and I was like, ah, you know, we're just trying things. Didn't take it personally. Just kept on going, and that is progress. Um, but then I go to that 50 cent joke. Which is a funny thought, but I just don't exactly know if it's worded correctly. I don't know if it's too short. And so I'll probably try that a couple more times. And you know what? I'd say that I'd stop telling 90% of these jokes in two to three weeks. I think I should be done with them and they should be all worked up. Hopefully, within that time frame. And then I, you know, I'll... Like, my goal for the end of the year is to have, like, 30 to 45 minutes of solid material that I believe in. And just put all of those recordings or tracks together and just put out, like, a comedy album. for Totally for free, but just, like, put out an album. That would be so cool. So that's kind of the goal, at least for the end of the year. Um, And you know what? You're going to have to hear a couple repeat jokes, but such is life. You know, we live to tell another joke. And then, uh, you know, one joke that actually two people told me they like is Uber and traveling. You know, people get excited when I tell them that I travel for work, but they get less excited when they find out it's for Uber. Okay, that's a silly thought. and You can hear the difference, right? Like me just saying the words on the podcast versus me delivering the joke on stage. Totally different. You know, way less funny when I'm just saying jokes on the podcast. Word for word. You know, no inflection. Just saying words. And then the next joke is the one I got kind of heckled on, I guess. But... You know, I go, uh, like, me and my dog aren't really on speaking terms right now. And then the guy shouts out, Because it's your dog. All right, first of all, that's irrelevant. I already fucking said that that's my dog. What are you just, you're just reiterating things. That's not even a heckle. You're just being repetitive. You're just saying the premise again. But in a tone as if you got the punchline, "Ah, dude, it was just a waste of time thing to say. Why would you say that? I didn't really get upset, but this is just me thinking about it now. And I look over at the guy, and it was the same heckler from last time, but he wasn't on crutches this time, you know? He's getting a little bit better, so good for him. But I saw him drinking a Corona, and I just... You know, that's one of my favorite things, saying that when blank happens, a Corona gets its (laughs) lime, Just like those commercials. Those commercials are ridiculous. They're like, every time you clock out of work late a corona gets its lime the fuck does that even mean you know every time a baby is kidnapped a corona gets its lime you know or or they'll say or they'll say something like every time a professional athlete gets a career ending injury <laughs> a corona gets its lime you know or 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 they'll say something or they'll say something like uh or they'll say something like every time a mother gets caught shoplifting because she just wants to feed her family because her family depends on her and because she has stretched her entire financial budget so thin that you know this is her last resort she just needs to steal like a like a slice of bread to make a sandwich you know for her starving every time that mother gets arrested a corona gets its lime i don't know it just it's so that commercial is so silly to me every time you go to the beach a corona gets its lime i just like saying that and that's one of my favorite comebacks i guess that i've had dude every time this guy heckles a corona gets its lime <laughs> That's good stuff, man. You know, and then I tried a couple of old jokes. And the next one where I talk about, like, uh, the meth commercial and then, you know, the pressures of success, like, all my friends are successful. Those Those are bits that I did when I started, like, two years ago. But I was just like, I wonder if they hold up or how they do. And it was fun to go back to them, but I think they're done. I'm pretty sure those two are. They're all done. They were fun while they lasted, though. And then, of course, the classic blowjobs joke. Which a lot of people have said that that joke sucks. But I don't know if they're trying to be cheeky or not. Whatever. And I kind of had a weak closing line. You know, dogs must look at us like we're pussies. I feel like that's a funny thought. I just need to convey it a little bit better. So you'll probably hear different, you know, reiterations of that one. And the coming and the coming podcast, you know, overall, I'd say that's like about a six out of ten set. I <clears throat> think that's fair. Yeah, like six, six and a half. The guy didn't tell me how long I could have gone up for. I felt like if I had more material that I wanted to try out, I could have gone for like another two minutes and you know, nobody would have said anything. You know, I've and I've gotten to know a couple of those comedians, you know, like fairly well, you know. I don't know, it was just like a little it was honestly like a narcotics anonymous group. There were like five or six comedians. We all just like went up and shared our problems with each other. We clapped for each other at the end and then like we all sit down at a table and chat. I was like, dude, I feel like like can I tell people about this? Is it is it okay? Like, am I, am I breaking a bond or something? I don't know. They introduce you, and you and they're all like, hi, Dano. Like, you heard them all. They were like, Dano. I was like, oh, do I have a problem? Why? Like, I don't know. But it was fun, and I, I like doing it. You know, again, because it's close, but also I just, I get quality stage time, I guess. And, you know, couple comedians, that's what they tell me. Just make sure you get your stage time, dude. That's all that matters all that matters getting up on there and on that stage and talking so yeah that was that um and that was fun and again you know sorry for all the spicy ass language yeah that language was that was language was caliente as they say as picoso And, uh, you know, sorry, I guess for all the awkward. This is me just saying sorry. I'm just going to rename the podcast to Sorry because I'm just saying sorry so much. But, you know, there were probably a couple of awkward pauses, but that's really just me saying I don't want to go back and edit every other 30 seconds and try to put it. I was like, let's just record all the way through. I'm in this mood. You ever been in one of those moods where you just want to get something done? and so you just do it. You know, that was the mood I was in and I think uh I, I don't know. I'd say that I'm out of my Shakira phase, you know, like a quick personal update, but yeah, you know, I'm still listening to a lot of Shakira, man. Like most recently You know, most recently, I go back to the album Laundry Service, which, you know, classic, classic Shakira album. You know, we're talking 2001. Wow. You know, two, what a first of all, I was in first grade when this album came out and here I am listening to it 18 years later. You know, it's still f- f- jams. Uh. Yep. Yep. Uh. Yeah, dude. What a, you know. First of all, album full of hits. Full of hits. Two songs on this album are the same song. (laughs) One's in Spanish, one's in English. I don't know if I'm just repeating myself like crazy right now, but... Yeah, I'd say as of recently, this is the Shakira song in my head right now. Uh... But, you know, you hear Shakira and you're like, wow, he must really be out of things to talk about yeah for sure for sure I'm just going to let this ride out but uh, thanks for listening hit up the email email is always in the description uh, at comedian at gmail.com uh. thanks for listening look forward to future episodes going to have guests on the podcast. Uh, uh, uh. You know, the interview with, uh, Sati Cold Brew is coming. I cannot wait to record that and edit it and not lose the audio. That's going to be so much fun. And I just decided that I'm going to give Andrea a shout-out every week until I can get her on the podcast because, you know, she's like... Just top three funniest people that I've ever met in my life. So, you know, I'm hoping that she'd be a frequent guest because she's just, she's hilarious. She she is just so funny. But anyways, let's listen to the Shakira. And I'm out. I got to go edit this, so peace.